from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We're in the 99th minute between the U.S. and Iran. The U.S. is up one nothing. They added nine minutes of stoppage time. The U.S. has avoided some disasters in net uh, towards the end here. There was one defensive header, and then just now uh, there was a scrum. A scrum in front Remember, of the net. Zimmerman had to clear it off the back line. They want to review here. Yeah. The Iran bench is going berserk. So are they going to look at it in Toronto at least? I think they want a handball. Or no, they want a foul. Want a foul. Right there yeah, on, yeah. on nine. They want a foul. Up. Okay, that's not a foul. Um And he got he got he just got the coach K <laughs> pat on the butt too. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. That's not gonna go over well. Yeah, what is it? Uh was it Toronto the for butt the slap. NHL? He just got the butt slap. He got Toronto in the NHL. Where's MLB look at their stuff? Is it Secaucus? Is that where uh the major league baseball I think so, yeah. Okay. Okay, just double checking on that. Oh one. no, please score! Right. No reason. Uh, oh, oh no. that's so weak. Jeez, no, no reason, huh? No reason. Oh, so weak. Yeah, I guess that's why some people are mad at Jeff Saturday uh, for how his clock management uh, worked itself out last night in Monday Night Football. If you didn't watch the game, and I'm guilty of this because really, who has time to watch the Indianapolis Colts and the Pittsburgh Steelers unless you're a degenerate? I'm not. Naming any names. Here. I watched the game. Yeah. Of, of course you did. Of course you did. Matt Kennedy, are you kidding me? I can't get enough of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Final. It's final. It it's final. U.S. is moving on. America, America. Go America. We did it. Feel the excitement. I guess we couldn't get away with the actual... Team America World Police anthem. Could we? I couldn't. Not, not a lot enough. of it. No. No, not a lot of it. Not a lot. Of <laughs> I think it. I played all I could. <laughs> Probably right. We can't do an edited version where we go America. Heck yeah! That would be the way to go about it. Anyway, U.S. wins one nothing uh, in the World Cup. They're moving on. So back to American football and clock management. So the Indianapolis Colts are trailing. They get the ball with what? over th- three minutes and 52 seconds left in the game. And Jeff Saturday, interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, has all three of his timeouts. They're down Plus the two-minute warning. They're down 24-17. So you get under the two-minute two warning. Nothing happens. They run a couple more plays. And the Colts decide... To not call a timeout until 30 seconds. 30 seconds on a fourth and three. All right. And bef- what got you that fourth and three, by the way, was Matt Ryan, quarterback, who's, what, 37 years old, lumbering for what seemed like nine minutes of extra time to burn the clock when then they eventually got that. So that's one timeout. He had two timeouts remaining. Fourth and three, they don't convert. There's your ball game. After the game... Jeff Saturday was asked multiple times, almost kind of like like people were kind of giving him opportunities to be like, hey, you know, you want to take that back? Would you have done that differently? Would you have used your timeouts? Better clock management. 
And he's like, no, 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 I'm good. So here's Jeff Saturday last night uh, after they lost to the Steelers. I thought we had plenty of time. I wasn't really concerned. We still had timeouts. I wasn't too concerned. I really wanted to, I, you know, when he was going down, I couldn't tell where they were going to start him from going down, right? Like if he was going to get the first down and then we got there, um, I expect this to get on the ball and be and have another play um, a little bit quicker than that. But again, it wasn't a, this wasn't a press for time. We just didn't make enough plays. Wasn't pressed for time? Not quite understanding that. But if, you only, if they only had one timeout, I couldn't understand, you know, sitting on it and holding it. Sure. But to have three, like, even Roy Williams would be yelling at the clock, uh, yelling at the TV, like, hey, uh, you know, you got three of them, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I joked about that on Friday between Carolina and NC State, where Mac Brown did not use any yeah. of those timeouts going down the stretch. And I'm sure that Mac Brown was watching that game somewhere in Portland on a, you know, I'm sure somebody set him up on the Hulu. Because, well, you couldn't, so. Well, I told you what happened. With Hulu. I told you what happened with Hulu. You're forgiven. It's okay. You got to watch it on your computer. I know, but then, then my computer doesn't work because of the location I services. Know, all and, the crazy yeah. stuff that's going on. Regardless, he doubled down, did the right thing. Until today, when Jeff Saturday said, oh, yeah, by the way, I got that wrong, and I got to hold myself accountable. Okay. I, I guess, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll give coaches, all coaches, opportunities to actually look back at what happened and go, ooh, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should have handled that differently. And I'll give Jeff Saturday credit for going back and just owning the fact that he botched that one. And this is not – I did not bring this up to bash Jeff Saturday and his position as the interim head coach and the opportunity he was given that others do not. And here's why. This is not – last night is not the thing that you can point to and be like, see, this is what I told you. See, Jeff Saturday shouldn't be – he's he's underqualified. Look at his clock management. You know why I can't do that? Because how many established head football coaches in the NFL have the same freaking problem? There's one coach in Dallas that it's a meme at this point with Mike McCarthy in terms of clock management, which gets us to the overall point. Julio, I know what your dream job is, and it's not here. Nope. It's not here. It's not working with me here on the radio. It is not. I get that. I have a feeling that your dream job is to be employed by an NFL team, and your one and only job is to handle clock management, timeout management. And you get like a super secret buzzer to the head coach that's telling them, now is the time. Yep. Now. I, I would love clock management, when to use your timeouts, and when to go for two. Why is this so hard? It's easy for us sitting on the couch watching the game or after the fact watching on replay and looking at the drives and going like, what were you doing? Why didn't you call timeout? It's easy for I, us. Well, we could blame... Tom Brady for making it look so easy. Yeah. We could blame Patrick Mahomes, you know, last year, you know, covering 90 yards in 11 seconds or whatever the heck it was against the Bills. Uh, you know, the greats make it look really easy and make you think that you have more time than you really do. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's that means you have one of those super secret weapons, right? Matt, Matt Ryan at this point Matt in time Ryan is not point that guy. Life is not that guy. Um, <laughs> you, you know, the receivers for the Colts, while functional, mm -hmm. are not to kill. So, you know, there is a little bit of that. And I, again, I don't, I don't necessarily look at what Jeff Saturday did and say, hey, I want to save these timeouts just in case we need them on these last few plays. It really does open up the field if you have an extra timeout. But you don't need two. You don't, you, you don't need two of them. No, no. You, you don't. You do not need. 
And again, you also have to consider who the opponent is, right? Mm -hmm. So when he's saying, I'm going to let the clock run, you're basically saying, oh, I think Kenny Pickett is going to lead them on a you know 50-yard drive in, in two seconds. That's not going to happen. Not with Matt Cannon. Now, Tom, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, again, you, you go back, you go, yeah, I want to give him as, as little as time as possible. Uh, but yeah, Matt Cannon and Kenny Pickett, that's probably not the answer. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show today and said that, yeah, I, I got some good news from the doctors and that he expects to play this Sunday. There was some question as to uh, what his injury status was going to be after he took a rib injury in the third quarter of their loss. Well, the also field, being a quarterback with a broken bone in his thumb. Like, that that's too. on a throwing hand. It's led to all sorts of speculation as to what the Green Bay Packers could do with Aaron Rodgers going forward. But as we discussed yesterday... He and Russell Wilson are in situations at Green Bay and Denver, respectively, where those teams have really no choice but to let's ride with those quarterbacks. Which, speaking of Russell Wilson, happy birthday to Russell Wilson. The Denver Broncos decided to tweet out their happy birthday greetings to Russell Wilson. Joe, what do you think the mentions look like? Mm, unfortunate, because anything right now with Russ is is a problem. He is... there. There's one true main character on Twitter right now, and it's the guy who owns Twitter. <laughs> but if there's a secondary character, especially in sports, it's Russ, man. He is, he's got that main character energy on social media these days. We'll get to the college football playoff ranking tonight. Uh, those get revealed tonight. You know What kind of changes we can expect. I think we have a pretty good idea of where things are headed. But the U.S., did advance out of the group stage, beating Iran today one nothing. It was an adventure. I, I, allow me to be the ignorant international soccer man here for a bit. I don't pretend to act as though I'm like immersed in this stuff, but I mean it is soccer, and you can kind of understand these things pretty quickly after you watch a few. And the one thing that I'm going to be curious about with the U.S. going into the knockout stage, we'll see Netherlands on Saturday. You got to put two damn halves together, guys. And I, I do think that I do think that today was a little bit weird in that Pulisic was just the dude. All right, he has the goal. He takes a shot to the groin. He subbed out, and like you said, Julio, you, you're going to go ahead and try to shut things down because you don't feel that Iran is that talented as you, even though they gave it a final push and they had some some interesting moments there at the end. Definitely had some chances. D don't in the knockout stages, guys. I get there's yeah. an element of saving yourself in the group stage, you know, and we talked to Sam well, Stasekel about yeah. this, but n not now, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I promise you, I'm not trying to be well actually, guys. By all means, I, Adam Gold, our friend, can name like players off of the most random of countries, and I watch this stuff, and I'm like, how do you even know these people? Uh, like I said, like I said, I'm not acting as though no, 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 I'm no. immersed in this stuff. Well, so I'm, what I'm, I'm getting, getting at soccer is, man here. No, 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 you're not being soccer man. You're being like triangle like basketball guy right now like well you know like <laughs> if if carolina or duke does this they're gonna win sure sure. you know sure, what i mean sure, like sure. that's not we're not carolina and duke in soccer no no we're, we're not. more of you know uh, one of these other countries where it's like this 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 and this has to happen in order for it to, to go right so you're saying the u.s is nc state in basketball no they're not they're not it's 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 <laughs> They don't. They don't even have that many. They, they haven't had their heart broken that much, so it doesn't doesn't yeah, work true. that I way. Guess, I guess you know. You keep, but well, U.S. U.S. soccer fans would tell you they've had their heart broken, so it's all relative. Their view, our view of it is, you know, like France. That's who you can talk to the way that you just talked to. Yeah, England. You know, with the talent well, level that okay. they have, you Here's can talk where... to the way that they that you just talked to. 
But no, like it, it also the difference between these teams is not other than Qatar, who didn't have to qualify because they hosted. Sure. It's not that great. Here's where I'll push back on that. We understand that U.S. soccer today has done the thing that I've screamed for the longest time. they got guys who are playing in the EPL. Sure. Okay, they've got guys who are good enough to play at the highest level. So clearly there is, there is an, there's an uptick in ability in the U.S., and they've gone with this youth movement, which is what they should have done you know, after they missed the, the World Cup last time. If you play a particular style, which is my understanding of this U.S. team, and you're going to have to take advantage of the chances that you had. You had multiple of that in the first half, and they whiffed on a couple of them. Sure. But they finally pushed through. Keep doing it. Okay? Keep doing it. Yeah. Be yourself. Don't – and this is – Copycat. This is not – right. You scared, you. scared money don't make money. That's fair. That is not triangle basketball talk. That is universal talk. Right. And there's one thing that is universal in sports. If you play not to lose – you're going to put yourself oh. in a position where now, but there's are, been plenty of countries in soccer who play not to lose all the time, yeah, and they end up winning. Okay, that that's the that's the kind of the the beauty of the beholder when it comes to soccer. So basically, what you're saying is uh, the U.S. men's national team is like me in Rocket League, which is rocket powered soccer, where you're just trying to be hold off and yeah. maybe you can save it. Anyway, I know what I you're mean saying. of the 16 teams like that that are going to go through. Yeah, they're, they're either 14, 15, or 16. Look. I appreciate everybody putting up with my ignorant soccer man yeah. opinions here when it comes to this kind of stuff. Because like I don't I think said, it's ignorant. I just think yeah. you know we we have a certain idea of how we want our teams to play, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. And we have a worldview of well, if if we just do this, it's like it's not really that simple with, with this. Look, if you ever if you if you truly want to slap me, it's if I ever get into the you know if LeBron James played for the U.S. men's sure. national team, you know we we dominate. Well, I'll just no, say actually I'll, that's not the trait. But that's I not would the just we got enough bodies in this country, and I understand the problem with using that but i do watch these games and i'm going are you telling me there's not one like six four guy right who plays soccer anywhere you know like for just for the set pieces like but no it's we got enough bodies in the country it, man i'm just saying I'm it just is saying. what it is it's the og alongside joe Gilio. i'm joe Ovias. we got the college football playoff rankings tonight and there was enough turmoil in college football this past weekend that we're going to see some changes but it's fairly obvious how things are going to play out going forward. Uh, we're going to have Georgia number one. We're going to have Michigan number two. TCU is going to be in there. The question is, how does the fourth team play out? Is it going to be Southern Cal? Uh, and I think that's how this is going to shake out in the long run after the college f- football conference games. Uh, the conference games take place this weekend. And we're actually going to be out in Charlotte for the ACC championship game on Friday and Saturday in the Fan Fest. So come on and say hello. Here is my question, though. I've been seeing a debate about Alabama versus Tennessee as a sneaky get into the college football playoff if some stuff happens this weekend. And this is where I get into the losses have to matter at some point. And people will bend backwards trying to explain to you how well, really, if you look at Alabama's results, they're really not that far off. If this play changes, if that play... But you can't, number one. And you can also flip it on the other end, too, in that they were fortunate to get out of other games like the Texas game. What does that tell you about Alabama where they struggled to get out of Austin, Texas, okay? Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens because I don't think is a lock to beat Kansas State. It's not. It's and not. that's kind of where... And Utah already beat USC, so how they position those teams after the top four will be telling 
because those other teams aren't going to play. Ohio State's not playing. Tennessee's not playing. Alabama's not playing. So how are they going to jump if you don't play? It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obvious. If you miss anything from today's show, check it out on the best of the OG podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube. Just look up 99.9 The Fan. I had to read this tweet because this this hits a very, a very, very specific conversation you and I have had about air travel. Because the U.S. is moving out of Group B. All right. Okay. This is from uh, somebody on Twitter who is a uh, she. She works for CNN. Made it out of Group B. Someone flying Southwest who checked in 24 hours ahead on the dot. Yes, that's real. I'm the one who doesn't. I forget from time to time, and I'm. I've been. I've been in that C group. It's not pretty. Joining us on the Heathrow Automotive Group Hotline, it's Keyshawn Johnson. You can listen to him here on 99.9 The Fan weekday mornings from 6 until 10. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, what's going on, man? Appreciate the time. How are you guys doing? I, I feel like we can't really tell you anything right now because USC did the thing, man. And Lincoln Riley shows up. They uh, they worked the portal. They're on their way to the Pac-12 championship game. Looks like they might have a nice run into the college football playoff. It's, life's, it's good to be a Trojan right now. No, it certainly is good to be a Trojan. I'm excited. I went to the Notre Dame game, first game I've been to all year long at home. I went to the Utah game. We lost by two points, but this is the first game. It was good to see the Coliseum back in action, roaring, doing, you know, the fight zone being played, traveler running across the field. You know, it just was, it was exciting to see. It really, truly was. Keyshawn Johnson joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. I think a lot of the narrative during the season key is about the SEC and Alabama and Georgia and, and maybe even Clemson, right? But now yeah. that USC is kind of in the picture, I feel like a lot of people are going to catch up on the conversation about how USC got to this point under Lincoln Riley. And I think a lot of people are going to be like, no, wait a second. They have a running back from Stanford? No, wait. They have a guy from Oregon? No, wait. They have a guy from Pitt? And, and how do you kind of feel like the rest of the country will interpret USC's success? They can interpret it any which way they want to. It's no different than any other team that Alabama hits the portal. If Alabama would have got Jordan Addison, many people believe that they would have they would have gone and ran the table and been undefeated because they needed receiver help. People are going to assume that USC is paying NIL money. Let me tell you something: the NIL money at USC is not what you think it is. Trust me, I know firsthand and foremost. Uh, you know, they they were with a group, the Boulevard group, but that hasn't worked out at the level that they thought it was going to work out. So it, it, it's a totally different situation. I think what they did is they actually did a good job in recruiting in the portal some of these guys. Who doesn't want to be in Southern California? <laughs> who doesn't want to get an education from the University of Southern California? And who doesn't want to be with a coach who could get you to the next level? And I think kids understand that and they know that. And they made the decisions to do that. I mean, does you think do you think Jerry Rice's kid who transferred from Colorado need NIL money? No. He doesn't need NIL money. He needs an opportunity to play in a winning program to get to the National Football League despite who his dad is. You know, do you think Jordan Addison needed money? SC didn't give him a dime. Not one. He didn't get one NIL deal through USC. But there's all these rumors that, you know, they got paid millions of dollars to go to USC. That's such a lie. It's such a lie, but that's, you know, that's just the reality of it. You do get more opportunities. I think Caleb Williams will get more opportunities because he's at SC. He's a quarterback. Quarterback at USC is different than a quarterback at Oklahoma. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, I want to get more to Caleb Williams in a second, but not in a negative way. I think 
key when we think about Alabama, you mentioned they have gotten players out of the portal. They have. Clemson hasn't done that yet, right? And we don't really think of Ohio State as being in the portal, even Oklahoma before that. I'm just, just thinking of champions, recent champions, right? I think the, the whole paradigm of college sports is changing, and people don't realize it. And I think the USC will be the catalyst for people to realize, oh, you don't necessarily have to go get the number one recruiting class in the country. You can go get players. And, and let's be honest here, it's, it's been a quick fix for Lincoln Rally. Now, part of that is his own acumen, but also part of that is, is, like you said, the ability to attract those players to a spot out in L.A. that is attractive. Yeah, but, but uh, you mentioned Clemson, right? Like, are you leaving – are you leaving University of Texas to go to Clemson? Are you leaving Austin to go to Clemson, South Carolina? Probably not, right? And all the programs that you mentioned, Ohio State doesn't need to go on a portal. They haven't been down like USC. Mm-hmm. USC didn't have the talent. Now, will USC be active three years from now in the portal? Probably not as active as they were in year one. If Deion Sanders takes the Colorado job, you best believe he's going to be active in the portal. Jackson State was active in the portal. That, that helped them become undefeated this year in the SWAT. So you, it just all depends. Was 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 uh, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss active in the portal? Absolutely they were because you have to be. If you're trying to compete and get a quick turnaround and a quick fix, you go in the portal, you take a look, and you see. Alabama did go in the portal. They took the, they took the, the, the Steen kid to tackle from Vanderbilt. He was in the portal. He starts for he starts for Alabama, and he'll be a top, you know, top five tackle drafted in the NFL now. Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn J. Will Max, weekday mornings here on ninety nine nine The Fan, alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovius, and if you listen between now and December seventh, you can uh, be a part of that ten k a day winning word giveaway. They got a new winning word announced every hour during the show. This isn't your money, right, Keyshawn? This is this is no, I don't this, I don't have that type of money to give away. This, this, this is Mickey's this money? Is, Mickey Mouse's money? This is Mickey this is Mickey Mouse's money and he decided that he wants to give away twenty five hundred dollars every hour, four times a day, ten thousand dollars at every day at, at ten after the hour. So it, it you know, six ten on the east coast, you know, seven ten, eight ten, nine ten, this twenty five hundred dollars is given away during that hour if you text in uh, to the number, then you hear the winning word. The winning word can be, uh, you know, victory, or it could be uh, bougie. It could just be a many, <laughs> many, many different things that we come up with throughout the day, uh, depending on what it was. Like we start talking about Deion Sanders, we talk. About, we had the winning word was prime. Yeah. And there's been, I think we've given away well over a hundred thousand dollars thus far. It goes all the way to December seventh. So, if you are listening and you text in that winning word, then you should put yourself as they say in the portal to be selected as a as a uh a winning contestant and that money goes a long way i mean we've had some great people that won and and we've had an opportunity to interview them and you know they do a lot of different things with the money some people continue to build their businesses some people save it give it to families it just all depends so is that is that briefcase with real money sitting in front of you well, I'm not going to uh, uh, tell you that. You might send somebody into the studio. I'm just saying that's restraint. No, that's restraint on your part and Jay's part and and, and Max's part. If I see that money, uh, you know, like I'm like, <laughs> hey, you know, what a little IOU. Like, yeah, man, I gotta I gotta get some lunch. I'll be right back. And you just take a it little. Certainly, bit. it certainly looks real, right? It certainly does. It certainly does. Keyshawn Johnson joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Gilio. I'm Joe Ovius. All right, so Caleb Williams uh, looks like he's got that inside track uh, to be the Heisman Trophy winner. Um, 
Should he should he be the Panthers quarterback? Panthers need a quarterback. Sam Darnold are going to move on from him. Baker Mayfield are going to move on from him. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe good enough to be the Panthers quarterback. Who? Caleb Williams? Yeah. Why would Why would Caleb want to go to Carolina? Is Carolina the worst team in the NFL? Hey hey hey. Texans. The Texans might be. The thing about the Panthers. Oh, but he, it, but, but no, but he's not. He's not eligible to go to the to the draft. Issue. He's not. There's gonna be this process. I think. I think the Panthers are in. They're they're like two years away from being two years away. Which which is wild though is that they're still in the running for the NFC South. That's how bad the NFC South is. They're only a game out at this point. I think they're what three okay. games back in the wild card right now. Yeah, yeah, I know they're 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 four and eight. I think it is. No, they're four in. Yeah, I think they're four and eight. It's four, four and eight. seven, four and eight. And they, they, I don't think they're gonna be going to. I don't think they're gonna be going to playoffs. I think the division is gonna go to, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Atlanta's not getting out of it. New Orleans could turn things around, get hot. But whoever wins this division, they're gonna be nine and eight, eight and nine. Keyshawn Johnson, ESPN. Before we let you go, Key. You know, you know what's so crazy though? A guy like Caleb Williams or top picks like Caleb, they'll wind up going to a team that nobody's thinking about. It'll be like the drafted by the Los Angeles Rams out of nowhere next year. You know, it's like, well, how did the Rams get the number one overall pick? Well, they traded away this and that, and Caleb Williams is on the clock. Always seems to work out for the winners, Key. Before we let you go, I went into the year thinking the Buffalo Bills were going to win the Super Bowl. Now with Von Miller and some of their other injuries on defense, I'm starting to think someone else is going to win this thing. Who's your Super Bowl pick? Well, Caesar Sportsbook still seems to think they have a pretty good chance in terms of odds to win it, and, and everybody fell into the hype in the preseason, and, and this is what you got. I still think it's a Kansas City, Dallas, Philadelphia, um, you know, may, maybe Buffalo's in there, Cincinnati's in there, getting to the Super Bowl, San Francisco. I don't know who will win it, but those are kind of the teams that I think can come out of their prospective conferences. Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn, J. Will Max, they got the 10K a day giveaway. Listen to every hour. Listen for that word, and you could be – Winning twenty five hundred bucks to give out ten k a day. Uh, listen from six to ten in the morning here on ninety nine nine. The fan, Key. We appreciate the time, man. Take it easy. All right, thank you. It's the OG alongside Joe Gilio. I'm Joe Ovias. Big thanks to Keyshawn Johns for hanging out with us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. So the ACC Big Ten Challenge, I think, starts up tonight. Although Duke and uh, NC State's not participating, and we got. Carolina and no, it started last night. Sir. Start, sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. It started the last Coach night. K Coaching Tree Invitational. I just it pit sh- at Northwestern. It, it shows you. It shows, Virginia Tech also took care of business against Minnesota. It shows you how little I get worked up about the ACC Big Ten Challenge these days. Uh, if you missed the news yesterday, the ACC Big Ten Challenge, because of television deals, is going away. So that's going to turn into the ACC SEC Challenge. What you want to talk about invitationals, how many times is Kentucky going to play teams other than Carolina and Duke in the ACC-SEC Challenge? How many times? Like, never. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Those are going to be the matchups. That'll be the marquee television draw. And that's fine. I get it. Anyway, Dick Vitale's coming to town, and he's going to be at Cameron Indoor Stadium tomorrow with Ohio State versus Duke. Dick Vitale on a Giving Tuesday, so I highly recommend people to go to the v foundation uh 100 of donations to the v foundation go to cancer research dick vital's website also has a charitable arm uh and by all means give he's done so much uh for everybody but here's dick vital 
getting ready to get on a, on a on a private jet, and here's what he says. There you go. So he's, 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 Duke, he's going to Duke, Ohio State, going to Raleigh, Durham. Now, Dick Vitale knows better, but here's where Dick Vitale is. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's literally on a runway, getting ready to get on a plane. It's applicable. Where's he going? To the Raleigh-Durham airport. Raleigh-Durham. So, you leave Dick Vitale alone, people. Leave him alone because he got it right. He's going to the airport. He is flying from wherever the hell he is right now to RDU. He is factually correct. And then he's going to Durham to watch Duke and Ohio State. If you missed anything from today's show, check it out on the best of the OG podcast, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We're there. Five stars only. Positive vibes only. And you can check us out on YouTube as well. Just look up 99.9 The Fam. Hit that subscribe button the way Christian Pulisic hit the back of the net today. USA! They're off to the knockout stage. 10 o'clock Saturday morning. They're taking on Netherlands. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.